Hello, my friends, this is Andy Nedia coming to you live from Southern California on this Good Friday. On this Good Friday. After watching what we just watched, which is the it was the end of Calvary Chapel Chino Hills service, where Jack played a scene, the scene from Passion of the Christ. Yes. And it's hard to go from that and say Good Friday. That is good. I know, but it's one of those strange things. It is. It really is because it's just, it's so hard to watch. It makes me, it makes me teary eyed and crying mm -hmm. every time you see it, but it's the, it's the glory of our God. Wow. I don't even, I don't even, <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, that, that was even a shortened version. Oh yeah. It goes on like for so long. Oh, you're just going, yeah. Come on, Mel Gibson. You couldn't have cut parts of the scene out. Yeah. It's painful. Oh my gosh. On purpose. All right, go to resurrectministry.com and uh, go there and, and uh, subscribe. All, subscribe to our channels, find yeah. all of our content. And you can also email us, ask us a question. There's a comment section and feel free to ask away. We answer them personally. Yes, for sure. All right, we're going to read uh, from Smith Wigglesworth Devotional for Mar uh, March. Wow, I'm off a month. For April 15th. And um, it is entitled Filled with the Spirit. The uh, reference is Romans 12, 2, which says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah. It was a little tough of sentence, but when you read it correctly, it makes total sense. <laughs> when you read it, read it incorrectly, it doesn't. So that second part that says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So just there's a little bit of a more emphasis on just good, that good. Mm -hmm. uh, scripture reading is 2 Corinthians 4. And Smith says, God wants to make us pillars, honorable, strong, and holy. And holy. God will move us on. I am enamored with the possibility of this. God wants you to know that you are saved, cleansed, delivered, and marching to victory. He has given you the faith to believe. God has a plan for you. Set your mind on things above and get into the heavenly places with Christ. You cannot repeat the name of Jesus too often. What a privilege it is to kneel and get right into heaven the moment we pray, yes. where the glory descends, the fire burns, faith is active, and the light dispels the darkness. Jesus is the light and the life of men. No man can have this light and still walk in darkness. When Christ who is our light when Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Where his life is, disease cannot remain. Is not he who dwells in us greater than all? Is he greater? Yes. When he has full control if one thing is permitted outside the will of God, it hinders us in our standing against the powers of Satan. We must allow the word of God to judge us, lest we stand condemned with the world. When Christ, who is our life, appears, can I have any life apart from him, with, uh, apart from him, any joy or any fellowship apart from him? Jesus said, the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. All that is contrary in us is withered by the indwelling life of the Son of God. Are we ready? Have we been clothed with the Holy Spirit? Has mortality been swal swallowed up in life? Is he who is our life came, life came? We should go. I know that the Lord laid his hand on me. He filled me with the Holy Spirit. Heaven has begun with, within me. I am happy now and free since the Comforter has come. The Comforter is the great revealer of the kingdom of God. He came to give us the more abundant life. God has designed the plan, and nothing else really matters because the Lord loves us. God sets great store in us. The way into glory is through the flesh being torn away from the world and separated unto God. The freedom of spirit, freedom from the law of sin and death, is cause for rejoicing every day. The perfect law destroys the natural law. Spiritual activity takes in every passing ray, ushering in the days of heaven upon earth. 
when there is no sickness and when we do not even remember what we, that we have bodies. The life of God changes us and brings us into the heavenly realm where our reign, our principalities, and over all evil is limitless, powerful, and supernatural. In the natural, if the natural body decays, the spirit renews. Spiritual power increases until with one mind and one heart, the glory is brought down over all the earth. Right on, right on, right on, I did that last time, right on into divine life. When the whole life is filled, this is Pentecost come again. The life of the Lord will be manifested whenever, wherever we are, whether in a bus or on a train. We will be filled with the life of Jesus unto perfection, rejoicing in hope of the glory of God, always looking for our translation into heaven. I must have the overflowing life in the spirit. God is not pleased with anything less. It is a disgrace to be part of an ordinary plan after we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We are to be salt in the earth. We are to be hot, not lukewarm, which means seeing God with eagerness, liberty, movement, and power. Believe, believe. Your thought for today, the life of the Lord in us draws us a magnet. As a magnet. As a magnet. Uh, with his life eating up all else. Nice. This one part, I think always looking for our, is it, is it not... Or transition into heaven or is it translation into heaven? I think he's just using it in a different, he's in a different way. Translation meaning turning into the mm. person that we should be. Oh, I see. So going from English to Spanish, you're transitioning to the new language. Ah, I get it. Sounds good. Let's uh, see what our fans have to say. <laughs> Kate, uh, she says, she just finished watching it this very moment and still crying from what he did. Oh, amen. Yeah, wow. That was yeah. so powerful. And Carol's back. Where you been? And she's glad to finally be seen. Nice to see you, Carol. And Amy says hello. We saw Hi, your, um, what's it called again? The picture, the round picture? Profile picture. Profile picture. Amy's profile picture was very cool. Yes. You may have to you can see it there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. I love it. It's beautiful. Took note of it. I was going to steal it, actually. I thought about it for a second. I, you got it. All the stuff on, on Facebook is stolen. Yeah, for sure. So what does this devotional say to you? It's hard to reset after what we just saw. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm still and, and then the Jack's powerful prayer there at the end also was, yes. was pretty awesome. But uh, And then he ends it. Uh Unless you have something you want to start with, I want to read 2 Corinthians 4 because I yeah. think it really explains uh, this, basically the, the struggle that we all have with the flesh and the spirit and this notion of freedom from the law of sin and death. I think a lot of us often think of it only in its simple terms as, oh, okay, I won't pay the price for my sins because Jesus paid them. But I think what Smith's trying to get us to understand is that we're free from we should behave and manifest in these in this body, in this life, mm -hmm. that we are spiritual beings that are Christ-like on earth so that we are free from the fleshly desires and the passions. So not just free in an eternal sense, but we're free from what they do to us in this earth. <laughs> that captivity because I, I mean just, about just California or no just in general <laughs> just about life like it for me when I'm when I'm reading what kept coming to me is that I have these moments where I'm just mired in the tedious I blew a tire today and I was just like really I so much to do it's Easter weekend I blow a tire at five o'clock the, the mechanic's like sorry nothing we could do and I'm just like I I got to serve for four hours on Sunday. I'm like, how am I going to get there? Like just mired in like the nonsense of life, you know? And I, I get upset at myself for being frustrated with it. And then it's, it's a devotional like this today where Smith is like, forget all of that. Be drawn towards your spiritual body. Be a pillar of strength and holiness and courage, you know? Um, so this is 2 Corinthians 4. 
Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. So this whole passage is about strife in this <laughs> earthly life. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Basically talking about people who don't receive the gospel, can't understand it. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, in, heavenly in earthly bodies, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but never forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So that death is working in us, but life in you. So that he's constantly putting that juxtaposition where the more we die in our flesh, the more the life of Christ, that eternal life, that heavenly life will be made manifest. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sake, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For a light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, which we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm -hmm. Just constantly trying to encourage us to not dwell on the things that happen to us in this life. Hard pressed on every side, not crushed, perplexed, but not despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but never destroyed. That's the life of a believer. Mm -hmm. You know, and the more we embrace it, the quicker the flesh death comes and embracing the spiritual it the the embracing it is the yeah. problem because, and it's so counterintuitive that the more we die to self, the greater our light will shine. And the less these things will perplex us, the less we will be freed from the law of sin and death. Thank goodness. And it works. And it works. <laughs> Whoa, we have a bunch of people that are coming. Um, Carol says, I was going to sleep, but got a hint. Dun, da, da, da. And she stole it. There you go. <laughs> we're talking about her little emoji there. Uh, not an emoji, profile picture. Uh, uh, Carol says, She was praying, and here we are. Nice. Ah. Very good. Praying has been a huge part of our lives in the last uh, <laughs> couple of months. We've learned a lot about prayer. Yes. Uh, and Joel, it, Joel Osteen taught me some things about prayer. There you go. David, Dave, Dave. Dave Heim. Dave uh, with uh, Friends. Friends Church of Orange. Um, him and the, another person taught me how to pray better. They taught me when I had my nervous breakdown, they taught me how to pray. <laughs> Carol and Amy may not know about yeah, you really have a real nervous breakdown. Well, I mean, it was pretty bad. So. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I don't want people to think that they came up with one of those white trucks and wrapped you in the. You no, know. I'm still here. So the 5150 <laughs> would have expired. Yeah. <laughs> Only three days, 5150s in California. Uh, no, it's just that um, when he he says that when the light comes, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts and to give us the light of knowledge of the glory of God. So 
I was describing to my brothers and sisters that I just see black. And they kept saying to me, that's because you haven't, Jesus is not there. There is no darkness when Jesus arrives. And as, as Smith says, uh, you can't call on his name often enough because when he appears, that light must be overshadowed by darkness. And what are we doing in our lives that allows Satan to implant darkness? And he says, you know, the prince of this world has come and he has nothing in me. Mm -hmm. So when that darkness comes, it's because Jesus is not sufficiently present in our lives at any given moment. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. I wasn't too sure about, about those guys. <laughs> no, it's always been good, but uh, but prayer. I mean, we we've learned a little bit about the right way to prayer or prayer to pray. There, there. You know, there's not many rules. They often just say, you know, just talk to them, have a conversation. Yes. But um, I was really wanting something really bad, and I was praying at God. <laughs> <laughs> rather than to God, to oh, God. Yeah, I, do that. I was praying at him and then Joel Olstein came and said no you may not want to do that anymore yeah, let's stop that right now and I've been wondering how does Joel in that gigantic auditorium full of hundreds of thousands of millions of people watching online and, and think, pick a message just for me God picked the message for you oh well I was going to give him Joel way no, too much credit. Way too the much credit. The big smiley face man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kate says, uh, dying to self is not pretty. It is not pretty, Kate. <laughs> I, I, I can honestly say it's not pretty. And I know you've had enough experiences in life to also know it is not pretty. <laughs> but, you know, it's glorious. At the end, it is. it makes us these, you know, people of light. And of saltiness, because if the salt loses its taste, then throw it out and trample on it. Yeah, it's not pretty, and it and it hurts, and it's a little painful. Yes. Giving up some things that have become a part of you, your personality, <laughs> your yeah. sometimes your daily activity. You know, giving those things up, it, it hurts. It, does. it, it uh, little withdrawals and headaches and despair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it really is, yeah. it really is not, uh, not that fun. No, uh, for me also, like, especially now, we've had this, like, you know, we're in this very uh, precarious situation where we don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, like we say, we found a house for, the, you know, Carol and uh, Amy may not also know, we were, we were set to be homeless in 10 days, <laughs> uh, like seriously homeless for now, for reals. Uh, <clears throat> and we still don't have a lease in our hands. And they keep telling us that it's okay. And my, my nature, because I mean, I'm not proud to say it, but I've overcome a lot as a single mother for, you know, 15 years of my daughter's life, 14 years before you, before we were married. And working for Obama. Working for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> working for every like ridiculous branch of the U.S. government. But I mean, just I, my modus operandi is strap on the boots, put on the helmet and just barrel through, just barrel through people and things mm -hmm. and circumstances. And like that, I just steamroll over things to get it done. And I, and when I used to have a therapist and she would tell me, she's like, why would you, do, why, why do you do that? And I was like, well, because I always had this sense that I was carrying all of these like eggs and that I couldn't drop a single one of them almost like grenades with the pins out of them, right. you know, and I had 10 seconds to walk across the plank, <laughs> you know? And so I treat the difficulty in life like that. And it is, the Lord is not having it. He want, he, he does mm -hmm. not like it at all. And so I just like, I, but I don't know how to operate any other way. I don't, I don't know how I'm learning. I'm trying to learn, but the whole die to self kind of, Keep a smile, be positive, surrender. These, these are like great uh, cliches to make a meme out of, to put on the internet, but when you're actually trying to live them out are extremely difficult, very painful. Yeah. One of the, one of the fun things that I have is that when the few times you get that way, <laughs> 
is what it is that I need to do to help you. Because the old way that I would handle stuff like that doesn't work with you. And so trying to make sure that I say the right thing, do the right thing, because you know women. Right? <laughs> Whatever you do is wrong. <laughs> you know um, um, uh, that you can, I mean, the husband does definitely doesn't want to make it worse. Yes. And so saying the wrong thing at the wrong time or hugging at the wrong time. I mean, you know, it, it's a, it's been very interesting uh, because the, the old, the old, what was your old way? Like, Oh, it's okay. No problem. I, I act like trying to oh, okay. pep up. And uh, I think with you, that's not there. There's a limit to, to what you can <laughs> handle. Like, no, you want to be, you want to, you're feeling this way. And, but don't try to make me feel happy at this moment. <laughs> I'm not sure how to explain it, but you know what I, I know? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like a pat. Yeah. If I go, it's okay. It goes, why do you always say everything's going to be okay? <laughs> oh, I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> so I have to, I soften it. Yeah. I, I just come in and smile. Is there anything I can do? <laughs> oh. uh, but um, yeah. What happened, what, what uh, happened at my office, which was probably... I don't know, there's like four women working there and two guys. So, and the ones I had to work closest with were the women. And so I, I think the, the, what I liked about having them there for 10 years, 15 years, which was most of my employees were long-term. I, I never, these people just stay forever. Um, is that they learned to put up with my, like, don't tell me that the sky, the sky is not falling. <laughs> It really, really is not fun. Like, oh my gosh! Did you see the letter we got from the IRS? Did you not did see the letter? Fall, did you see that with the they're, they're taking the police are here to take the police cars or whatever it was? Yeah. And it's uh, I don't know what me getting upset is going to change anything. I'll go talk to them. Don't worry about it. But after a while, I, no, there was a period of time where they got used to it, but then they couldn't stand it anymore. Like not everything is positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you were you were a little obnoxiously too positive. Well, because, well, and it depends on whether you care about the outcome. And so I think, like, I'm not used to, so it's pride. I'm not used to any amount of failure. Hmm. So if I set myself as, and failure of my own calculation, hmm. if I say, I've got to accomplish five things today and I only do three, that's failing. Hmm. So it's you like, don't I do that well. Yeah. So I just constantly set a bar you know, for myself, for everything that is just, um, makes me nuts. So what, do God, what do you think? No, 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 this is good. So what do you think God thinks about that? I mean, if you were to say, you know, if, you know, I'm sure God wants me not to be so stressed or so, right. um, for sure, you know, uh, upset about these things. So what would God then say? So it's one thing to say, but I always tell people, I know, I know what I'm not supposed to do. Now tell me what I'm supposed to do. Well, what are we supposed to replace this with that? Well, and I think that's what the group was trying to tell me. They mm. were trying, uh, one of the ladies came over and said, I'm just like you. I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I'm just like you. And the Lord just wants fruit of the spirit, wants us not to not set goals, but to mm -hmm. just not do things. First of all, to know he's holding the outcome and to just have joy and peace. The, the outcome is in his hand. Like how many things I'm actually going to accomplish and what's actually going to happen is in his hands. Now, am I prepared to walk it out with peace and joy and kindness and compassion and self-control? Or am I just going to come kicking and screaming? You know what I mean? Like a little kid being pulled out of Disneyland, you know? It's just that that's the hard part is just, you know, being able to look at it all and be like, it's, it's going to be okay. God's got it. It's going to be okay. Hmm. And finding joy. Not had much joy in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> what? I have to admit it. What about nighttime? It's so lovely. I just was reminded about, um, I was teaching a bed bug detection class. Yeah, so those of you that don't know, I trained detection dogs and we were training bed bug detection dogs. I had like 10 people in this academy that I was training. And um, I'm going to try to make this very short, but one of the dogs I realized early on because the, 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 I could see the dog didn't trust the handler. It was, it's one of those things where I buy all the dogs, I get them prepared and trained, and then I give them to handlers. Right. 
And so uh, this guy wanted a specific dog. And so I, I gave him the dog that he wanted. And uh, but right almost very quickly, I saw that this this is not going to work. <laughs> not good chemistry. And I gave it a couple of days, but it was the relationship was getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, he go, I go, you know what? I don't think this is a good idea. Let me take your dog. I'm going to show you what your dog's about ready to do. And I just pushed the dog a little bit. And of course, this dog went <sighs> and jumped up and bit me on the hand and was stuck on my hand. Oh, my God. He'd had it. <laughs> the dog had had it. It's like, this is it. I can't believe you, you put me with him. <laughs> and the dog was on my hand. And um, uh, I had to pry the dog's mouth off of my hand, but I saw a hold of the leash and I was in the middle of an exercise and everybody was like, Oh my God, you can hear like um, all this, you know, like panic. And I go, I got this. And I stopped everybody. And then my hand was bleeding. And, uh, and I said, it's okay. We got to finish the search. And I continued the search. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. Everyone's going to lose a little blood, but the dog finished the search, found the bed bugs, I rewarded the dog and I gave the dog to somebody else while I was bleeding in the, in the warehouse. Well, what's the moral of the story? Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> that's, that's, I try to tell everybody. You're going to get some, one of these days you're going to get a bit by a dog and but you got to keep going. You have to finish the exercise, finish the race. Just because the dog was latched onto my hand and I had a hole in my hand now, it didn't, didn't, didn't mean I didn't have to finish the job. Yes. Don't get all stressed out. You can do it. That didn't kill me. <laughs> Sorry. I hear you. you. See what I'm saying? Yes. That's what happens in, in life. You get, get bit in the butt by a dog, and there you go. Uh, let's get to Kate's news. I think this um, needs, I think it was be added to our sure. prayer. Got news today that my son and his family are moving back to the United States in August. I haven't seen them since February last year because mm -hmm. of COVID, and just like that, they're leaving. I let go of four grandchildren and God just said to let them go. Not nice. Oh, mm. So sorry, Kate. Those of you don't know, so Kate lives in Australia. Yes. And has not seen her kids wow. because of COVID. So I'm very sorry to hear that. And we're definitely going to be praying for you because that's the kind of thing you need the Lord's peace over, right? It's just knowing that things are just not in our control. They just are not. And the more we try to walk with God, the more he will... Uh, demonstrate that to us mm. so it, it's far better to let go of the the reins quicker rather than slower <laughs> but yeah easier said than done that covid you know just you know and some of the problems it's caused that's one of them is the separation yeah uh, horrible people aren't able they want we're going to get married they couldn't get married deaths people weren't yes. able to visit their loved ones when they were dying so yeah i rushed my dad out of the hospital so that his loved ones could see him before right. he died you know, i just knew it was like oh god this is terrible to die alone yeah he's such a loving man yeah that would have been the worst thing you could have done it was the best thing um carol's Carol looking for land nice Nothing in the Bible about smiling when you walk through trials. Count it all joy when you go through <laughs> suffering, Kate. <laughs> Count it all joy. Yeah, yeah. See, when you get bit by a dog. Yes. Keep on working. Count it all joy. Count it all Get joy. off my hand, dog. <laughs> Jan French. We lived at a residence inn for a month when our house flooded. Good free breakfast. There you go. There's yes. the positive. Your house is flooded and you're thinking of good scrambled eggs. Well, I, I, you wouldn't like it. They're not real eggs. Uh, They're out of the carton. Oh. <laughs> Carol says. Helping a farmer, but we cannot plant. Too cold and wet to plant. Oh. Something is wrong. Yeah. Amy says. You must be a biologist because you know what a woman is. Yes. Ah, oh, look at that. You could call me a biologist. <laughs> Australia needs. Major prayers. Major prayers. Fortunately, um, uh, Kate lives in the free uh, part of Australia, which I forgot if it's the north or the south. Uh, Kate told us that last week, I think. Amy says, Don't let a dog bike derail you. God will guide us through all obstacles. Right. Exactly. Amy understands. Yes. She knew exactly what I was talking about. And Kate, <laughs> Joy and smiling aren't the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so joy joyful. See? <laughs> oh. I'm interested to see how you define them differently. Oh, uh, her stepdad was killed by remdesivir. Yeah, I watched the thing. I'm, you may, you should watch well, it. We're it's lucky called, that you survived remdesivir. Huh? Look in the water or 
it's in the water or something like that. You won't believe what, what this documentary talks about. Snake, snake venom, venom and, and disappear has snake venom in it. King and Cobra. they wouldn't give us the ivermectin, but they'd let us take snake yeah. venom. Uh, and this guy talks about in his research, what he's done. It's a very, very well done documentary. It, oh. it, it kind of, when he explained how it works, I go, wait a minute. I, I was fine until they gave me the remdesivir. Not fine, but I wasn't suffering until they gave me the remdesivir. That's the night that wow. they, they told you that I probably wasn't going to make it. Wow. It was like the second night, second or third night. I'd already been on like, I don't oh, know Oh, they didn't bags. start it until then? I thought they started it once you got in there. They did. That's okay. what I'm saying. They started the remdesivir. And, it, right. and based on this guy, it, it'll kill you over a period of time if they keep giving oh. it to you. And, uh, it's the quantity. Yes. <gasps> Yikes. And uh, so, sorry, I didn't mean to get completely derailed, but that was uh, Carol's uh, comment here uh, about the remdesivir uh, is definitely what these guys. Yes, this guy was and Carol's about. asking, yeah, yes, he had quite a number of bags of it. Oh yeah, yep. And they had me sign a DNR and told Hedy I was probably wasn't going to make it. Yeah, they needed him to make it through the night. Mm. Uh, Amy says, I have inside information about Dr. Artis, who was the guy in the interview, uh, interviews about Venom. I'll message y'all. Oh, very good. Cool. It's good to know. I also got a text from a parent. So let's, let's bring this back to, um, about Christians and what, the, what it is that they need to speak up against. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean back to yesterday? No, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I got a text that I'll have to show you. I haven't had a chance to look at everything. Evidence of, of not, I don't want to make any false accusations. Maybe some sex crimes happening in the school district. Is ours? A school district, no. In Orange County. But not ours. Not placentiable in the school district, okay. as far as I know. Um, but she sent me a bunch of, a bunch of stuff to look at. And uh, I'm afraid I haven't looked at it yet because I'm afraid it's going to take me back to sex crimes, which I did not enjoy the last few days of my time at, as a detective in sex crimes. But based, I just skimmed through it. I just, it, I had, I couldn't look at it. Oh. So I'll see if I can get through it. But it needs to be looked at because it's something very serious. Um, uh, there you go. Anything else that we have here? Um, Tons of scripture we haven't gotten to. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Colossians 3.2. Back to the theme, which is living our spiritual life and putting to death our physical so that the spiritual can manifest. Colossians 3.2, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Oh, easier said than done, as we've discussed. John 8.12, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. That's what the guys were telling me. You cannot have darkness when you're walking with Jesus. Impossible. Impossible. First Corinthians 11.32. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Who God loves, he chastens. Chastens is another expression for hit by a two by four. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's getting the plank on the booty. Okay. Yeah, it hurts. Colossians 3, 4, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. John 14, 30 to 31, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise and let's go from here. Romans 5, 2. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You are the salt of the earth, Matthew 5.13. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It can't. It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Well, don't make sure you're salty, folks. <laughs> Revelation 3.16. And... So because you are lukewarm, this is actually one of uh, Christ's rebukes to the churches. Because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. So be on fire. Another 
Translation says vomit. Vomit. You prefer the spit out? Well, it's the common interpretation yeah. of the spit. I like the vomit. <laughs> uh, Kate says, My daughter-in-law got bitten by a dangerous Sydney spider yesterday. It crawled into her pants while they were online, on the line. Oh, my goodness. They have their church launch tomorrow, too, and she's the worship leader. Oh, she no. went to the hospital and got anti-venom. Oh, Lord. That is a very serious thing. Wow. Way more serious than my flat tire. Dangerous Sydney spider. It's called the Sydney spider? Wow. I never heard of the Sydney spider. That's probably because I live in California. <laughs> Maybe. If I lived in Australia, I might know and have heard of the Sydney spider. Yes. Yeah. It's like So sorry to hear that. You have to pray for her well-being and wow. healing for tomorrow. Wow. That sounds bad. Uh, you have any close calls like that? With the spider? With snakes or spiders, poisonous, almost get bit. No. No. Bullets. Bullets? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I got, um, I was eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich in my grandmother's backyard when I was five. And the neighbor in, in those days, wherever, I think she was also in Ukaipa at the time, but uh, there was no fence between the backyards of the neighbors. It was just a big open field. And the neighbor had beehives. And so I was out there eating this peanut butter and jelly sandwich and had jelly all over my face. You a worker bee must have found me out and whistled for his buddies and said, get over here. We got all kinds of sweetness on this dude's face. And the bees swarmed my face oh my and crawled in my mouth and were stinging me. Yes, I almost died. Wow. I got attacked by African killer bees when there was <laughs> no such thing. You type of killer bees. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they rushed now me. Now I really... know where your kids get their propensity for storytelling. <laughs> They're real stories. I can't imagine what they're going to be like as parents. <laughs> Every single one. Yeah, of why, them. why is That's it so funny? I almost thing. died I as a five-year-old. It's tragic. There's not even like a, oh my gosh. Oh, no, it was like, <laughs> what? What kind of story is that? No, it's very it's it, would have been, it would have been much better if you would just would have you know, gave me a little bit of. Like, I did it. Oh my gosh, I'm I so did. lucky I to have like, you, <laughs> honey. You, you almost got killed by bees. You almost got killed for like at least four of you, what? See? Joy? Is this joy? Is this joy? Joy, you're smiling. You've almost been killed like 200 times. Oh, I I could give you more. No, it's okay. I'm lucky to be here. (laughs) I think think our audience has heard almost every one. In the same period of time, when I was like six, I had my tonsils taken out. See? And Jan even said, Andy, you cheated that many times. So, no, I think maybe I was about six or seven. I knew I could reach. Carol the, said, you're like a cat. I knew I could reach the sink in the bathroom. It's important because I, okay. I got my tonsils, go I got my tonsils taken out. And I don't know how they did it back in the day. Obviously, they didn't burn it. They, they sewed it with like yeah. sutures. Rip it out. And they said, just, you know, eat soup. Soup and ice cream. And ice cream. Well. You had a burrito? Well, they were having pizza. Uh, pineapple pizza. And I go, oh my gosh, pineapple and pepperoni. And, um, you and, I, and, the I, and I just I go, they don't know what they're talking. I could have a little pizza. Well, I ate the crust, which was very hard and sharp, took out my sutures. <gasps> I began to bleed from the tonsil. And almost died. Into my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It loses its sensation after a couple stories. <laughs> After the 57th near-death experience. I'm bleeding into my stomach, Uh filling my stomach full of blood. That much blood? Yes. From a suture in your throat. When it sits there and it's just doing it, drop, drop, drop. After a while, a sink fills fills up with water. It fills your whole stomach with blood? Yes. Well, your stomach doesn't want your own human blood in it either. So what happened? So I got sick. Because there's so much blood in my stomach. You don't let me finish the story. You want to you want to just jump in there to try to hurry things up. You're making it longer. <laughs> so whatever amount of blood your stomach can handle, that's what was in there. It's not like it overflowed. Oh, okay. It just made me nauseous. And so I would, oh, and I tried to make it in the bathroom, but the sink was to my left. The toilet was to my right. I couldn't make it to the toilet. I turned left, filled the sink full of blood. 
And I called my mom and she goes, what, what do you want? I go, come in here, I'm bleeding. She goes, how much could it be? She, she goes, oh no. And then it just kept coming out like a fire hose. What'd you do? So then they rushed me to the emergency room and I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we would get to the almost die. Why does that make you laugh? Why does that make you laugh, Eddie? <laughs> Six or seven. <laughs> he's Andy's been dying since he was five. <laughs> what is this? Why does this make you laugh? Oh my oh god! My goodness. Oh my goodness! you evil can evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one of those too. No, I'm sure you've got oh, tons of well, motorcycle we'll to, stories. We'll have to come. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, then what happens when you eat pineapple? That's what happens when you put pineapple on pizza. <laughs> yeah, I've not, I've not been able to eat pineapple on pizza. You know how oh, I don't I'm like sure. it? I, ever it's since. Like, feel like getting food poisoning. Oh my gosh. But did you die? No. <laughs> no. Not no. any of the food. But she can still, <laughs> but she doesn't have to, to gefurfle. What's gefurfle? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Gerfuffle or gefurfle? I forget how to say it. I think it's gerfuffle. You're oh, gerfuffling right now. No, Nobody who gerfuffles at somebody dying, especially <laughs> as a child. Look at you. You're giddy. Oh. oh yeah, oh, that's boy. a uh, next episode. Eddie shares how many times <laughs> she, <laughs> she. No, I, I, I can't do justice to all of Andy's <laughs> precarious situations. Uh, Mine are so boring in comparison. Carol survived scarlet fever. My stories are better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, well, why is that? Why is my near-death experience is funny? She, At the time she's I was not a child. Saying that the story is hilarious. Our interaction is hysterical. Oh, this is oh. hilarious. Because looking at you and your near-death experiences. So I love the Rams. Really? <laughs> and I got my uncle gave me this helmet, you the guys, white and blue. You've never seen those cartoons. Los Angeles Rams helmet. And you know, a kid's Los Angeles Rams helmet is not like the professional helmet. It's 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 thinner and doesn't quite have the same padding. But I didn't know that. I thought I go, wow, I bet you I I've seen Merlin Olson drive into somebody's helmet and they hit helmets and they survive. And I wow, that's fantastic. So I put on this kid's helmet. That was made for an eight-year-old. <laughs> if, if I say six or seven, no, it was eight, eight-ish. Eight, okay, so, the, so we I had strapped. the five-year-old death experience, yep. six and seven, seven, and this I, is the eight. I think every okay. year it was. I'm a, sure. Yes. No wonder your parents were tired of you. <laughs> so I strapped the helmet. I put it on. I put the chin strap. In the backyard, we have this big, big um, pepper tree. Pepper. A, a pepper tree and it's got a big the the, the thing you know mm -hmm. the pepper tree the log <laughs> the log what's that called the stuff the trunk thank you <laughs> the trunk was like big and wide and okay. had a flat surface and i go i bet you i could run full speed into that tree and hit in with my head <laughs> okay, that you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for that one you deserve so i put my cleats on because <laughs> i play football and I, <laughs> and you're actually weak. I run as fast as I can into the tree. And <laughs> you went to the hospital. I almost died. <laughs> almost died, right? And to think I rode with you and looked up to you, right? <laughs> but I was only eight. Oh. Yeah, this is, this is like our dinner table conversation. Each of the kids goes around and goes, so you know what? Today in school, I was doing my math homework. And they literally go around the table. I was like, oh, my God, it's like a Falco disease. Oh, but it's so awesome. Everybody you, you are a family creator. It creates family. It does. And we've all gotten more used to each other. Yes. These, these tales. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't tell. I do have more, but I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, that's the silliest one. That tree has, I have another death experience, near death experience with that tree, which I'll save. Okay. <laughs> it involves a rope. So just so you know, just prepare yourself. <laughs> I can't get life insurance. I tried. I should try again now that I don't have cancer anymore. Oh. But uh, yeah, they denied me. But they have record of the cancer. I, you know what, yeah. folks? 
I couldn't get long-term care insurance because of COVID. I literally got turned down for long-term care insurance because of COVID. Amy says, if you had succumbed to the near-death experiences, we wouldn't be laughing. I want to know how many of the people are going to remember some of these stories to tell them in his eulogy. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was you saying that you looked up to me. It was Carol. It was Carol. (laughs) Hey, when you're a kid, when you're a boy. No, I don't. I, I mean... My brother used to like like try to light the cat on fire yeah. and burn bugs and I mean stuff like that I get motorcycle accidents I get putting on a helmet and running into a tree. I mean it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder your dad he used to say not so nice things. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is, that, is that too soon? <laughs> is it? Oh, honey, we don't have to give him up for adoption. He's going to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> oh, it probably doesn't shock you that I became a cop. No, it's probably all making sense now. Right. Yeah. I love doing strange things. Yes. <laughs> Oh, at least Kate's glad that I survived so many death experiences. I get it. She has four boys. There you go. I'm starting to learn. I don't know. I grew up. <sighs> These boys do nothing. I tell I go, what's wrong with you? You guys haven't jumped off a roof. You guys haven't done. I mean, oh, I mean, my, oh, actually, Kelly has jumped off the roof of the other house, not this house. <laughs> this, this would not end well. <laughs> no. <laughs> we need to jump off the roof of the other house. Um, the other three, not as much. Bo's probably going to be Bo, a little bit more. Rambunctious. Okay, but, back to the devotional. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I know this is all. It's off in the Andy Falco show, but we're gonna bring it back. To but now you know why. Hey, I've been this close to death. What? What's gonna kill me now? Nothing. This guy's not falling. All right. Anything else that we have to do with this devotional? <laughs> or any story? Any Jack Gibbs story? Uh, Carol saying she did many stupid things, and her mom was surprised that lived to be eighteen. <laughs> Oh, so that's a, it's kind of a cop personality thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yes, full show. Um, I think we could, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel bad that we lost so much on Good Friday, but it is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. And he paid the price for us to, to live and be free. Yes. Which is a great gift. We want to pray for everybody uh, now that we got the sillies out, but um, I think this is a great time for prayer. Okay. And um, we probably we should do it before our little. Okay, let's do it. Edify. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, uh, for the joy, the joy of the Lord, and it is it is a wonderful, glorious thing. Thank you for the fellowship with our friends, our beautiful friends, old ones and new ones, and uh, we are so grateful for the cross. It is you sent your only Son to die in our place, so that we may be free. And we would have eternal life, the the notion of eternal life, Lord. Just give us a glimpse of that. May we walk in the world as salt and light and that people may see it and be drawn to you, Lord. And that we may be um, filled with the Holy Spirit, covered in the armor of God, and that the cares of this world do not drag us down. So no matter what happens, we are not crushed. We are not in despair We are never, ever forsaken for your promise that you are always with us and that you may not uh, prevent troubles, but you will definitely walk us through them. And so, Lord, we ask that you give uh, peace to our sister Kate as she bids farewell to her children and as they go off to the United States to uh, meet new adventures, Lord. And we ask that you make it easy on her heart and that she will be reunited with her grandchildren soon and she'll have a chance to to hug them and love on them. And we ask that you give all of our other brothers and sisters here online uh, a beautiful time of commemoration and celebration with family members and loved ones that we will experience the majesty of the fact that he is risen and that he is not um, ever going to perish and that he has overcome the evils of this world. And thereby, as sons and daughters, we have overcome them, Lord, and allow us to walk in that victory heal our minds, have us transformed so that we always live and walk and breathe and act with that victory. 
Thank you for your son. Thank you for the blood that curses through our veins and makes us sons and daughters. We love you. We worship you. And we pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Oof. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jack Hibbs. Good Friday service. Yes. Amen. It's not about the money. It's not about the money, the bunnies. Yes. Jesus <laughs> is the reason for the season. Yeah. Amen. And so we just wanted to tell you a little bit about this thing you may have heard of of ours, but if <laughs> just, you in, just case. in case you haven't seen it, Edify app, subscribe, download, check out the content. This podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends, have a great Good Friday, the rest of uh, Good Friday, and um, hopefully see you tomorrow. We hope to see you tomorrow. We got a few things to going on tomorrow, but we should be uh, able to. Maybe I'll have a car back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. You guys have a great weekend. We love you. Love you. God, God bless. bless.